Welcome to episode 107 of the Weekly Canon Podcast. I'm your host today. My name's Ade. I'm here with the usual lads, kids. How you doing, man? Very well. Okay. <laughs> Steve? Happy birthday, mate. <laughs> 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 you know, that's so funny, wait. Wait. <laughs> Ade. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Day to you. Happy birthday! I can't believe this. Do you know what that's so funny? You know that's how my dad woke me up this morning. No bants. He came into my room playing that. Like 7.30, imagine. And uh, yeah, last but not least, we've got Ife in the building. What's going on, my friend? Yeah, what's good, people? Happy birthday, mate. Thank you very much. If you haven't gathered, it's my birthday today. I am... Um, Actually, nah, I'm man. I can't be like, They don't care about all that. Well, how do you do this every time? Because like, they don't. Like, what do they care about? What nah, do they, they care do about? still. They actually do. The football content. Nah, no, they actually do still. Fam, imagine we started this three years ago, literally. That's where it started. Remember? T-Jazz. We've been in their ears weekly, or almost weekly, for three years, man. No, nah, we started 2017. But the first ever... Like our first ever kind of thing was three years ago at TGIs. Anyway, lads, like Gideon said, I'm sure you guys don't care. So, football, 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 football. What a crazy sport it is. Um, we're going to start with Arsenal, guys. We are going to start with Arsenal. I feel like that is the best place to start. Emirates Stadium, we hosted Crystal Palace. Gideon, is everything all right, mate? I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. Sunday, he was, he was doing because like, it was just, uh, oh, I'm out to beat that, innit? Can you say that? No, no, yeah, beat that shit. Yeah, I'll beat that, I'll beat that. Anyway, so Sunday, 27th of October, Arsenal hosted Crystal Palace at home. We took the lead, scoring two goals from set pieces, and the match eventually ended 2 2. That is another lead we've let... Wait, were we beating Sheffield? No, you're talking about Watford. Watford, that's another... Yeah, the Watford game. But we dropped points, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, Again, we dropped points again. And obviously, there was the incident with Granit Xhaka towards the end of the game. Um, There's a lot to discuss, really. There is a lot to discuss because we are only in October and it's increasingly looking like Emery's position is becoming untenable as Arsenal manager. Um, it's very toxic at the club. It's not great. So, guys, I- I'd love to hear what you guys are thinking about it. Do you know what, yeah? Um, I think, it's, I think it, is quite to- it is quite toxic at the club right now. But I'd, I'd like, am I the only one who thinks... Oh, well, that's just... That's just great, isn't it? Okay, he's back here, yeah, am, am I am I not the only one who um, am I the only one who thinks that the Wenger times like up until before he resigned was worse? I think that was like ten times worse. I think this is 
so light compared to... Wait, 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 stop your shit. Stop your shit. Don't do this. Just focus on what happened yesterday. I know what you're going to try and do. You're going to try and make things seem it's not as bad as it is. Just focus on what you saw yesterday. Watch the game. Call it how you saw it, please. None of this sugarcoating stuff. Just call I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm not, I'm not sugarcoating. But like, that, I'm. I'm literally saying. I don't think. I don't think it's as toxic as I've seen it. Like as it, as, as it's ever been. I don't think. I don't even think it's that bad because I still think there are a lot of people out there who still support Emery and who believe in him. Whereas like, but anyway. Um, in terms of the game, me personally, so I watched the ninety. I wasn't. It's a weird one. I wasn't impressed with the performance but I wasn't angry at the same time but I don't I don't think we played bad and I don't think we I don't think I don't think we played like great but it wasn't bad it was just like it was just an okay home performance in it and I feel like those goals like us dropping the two lead two no lead is obviously unacceptable it should never happen especially at home especially when you consider Crystal Palace aren't even though we know they're like a mid-table side, they're not even a side who's really known who... They're not like a Bournemouth who we know can score a lot of goals at, on their day or something like that. So we shouldn't... We realistically shouldn't be dropping to, um, points to them at home. But I kind of feel like it was it was our it was our own fault because the two goals we conceded were just... They so were by big. our, would you say it's, it's on Emery or...? Pardon? You said it's our fault. Would you say... You know, you can accredit that I'm, to the manager. I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking. About, I'm talking more the players. So you wouldn't put any blame on Emery, is what you're trying to for, tell me for, right now. For this, for this, for this game. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't see how I can blame Emery. I don't okay. really know what I can blame okay. him for, personally. Okay. But um, yeah, because like the first, obviously the first goal, it was a, it was a, it was a penalty. Chambers got a bit lazy there, stuck his leg out. Second goal, it was. I like the second goal surprised me because I. Didn't I? I can't believe how we that managed to um, let that go in. So obviously it was a break or something. They um, went down the their left channel. Granite Jacko went and covered for Chambers. He he got kind of tight on um, the player who I can't remember who it was. He put um, he got him to the byline. He put a cross in. Um, Leno's positioning was all wrong. David Luiz's positioning was all wrong, and then Ayu basically got a free header and. Just like that, it's two two. But apart from apart from those two chances, I don't really, really remember them having any real chance of really threatening our goal like that. I think Zaha, I mean, yeah, Zaha had that one chance. I think, but apart from that, I don't really remember them threatening our goal too tough. And we we had we had a couple of chances, like some were half chances, some were like decent chances. But I I really feel like that game, I feel like we shouldn't like we shouldn't have we should, no way should have drawn it. But I mean, I did ask the question before. I I can't. I can't. Me personally, I can't. If you could tell me how I can pin, I can pin this on, right, Andy, I can understand. Let me, let me ask. Let me take it away. Um, Steve, did you watch the nine minutes? I didn't. Did Did you catch the nine minutes? No. Neither did I. And honestly, I don't feel as though anything would have been much different from what we've already seen from Arsenal this season. So saying that, we might as well just get straight into the meat of it, innit? Emery's time at Arsenal is it is it coming to an end or what? Because quite frankly, I've seen enough. You know. Before we get into that, I have one rebuttal. Um, one one Twitter account that I follow that I trust because mm. um, I think he he watches games quite well. He's quite detailed in his analysis, and I agree with a lot of what he says. Can you give him a shout that, out or no? I can't remember his app. Okay. It's just, you know, it's a funny app. Um, 
he said that when we went to new up we went reverted to type but when i say type a lot of the time when we um go one new up or two new up especially no home or away we we allow the opposition to have the ball and sit back we don't press um was that something that you saw if it, and if so do you think that is a tactic do you agree with that tactic and can you see why we would have a problem with that tactic I can so see what be perceived as a negative tactic. I can I can I can agree with that. I can say yeah that when it went two 0 when we went two 0 up, we did it did get a bit more comfortable. And me personally, like it's a thing where obviously us as fans and me me included, that's not something we'd want to see. But I don't. It's it's a it's it's a weird like it's, to me it's it's a weird one because you don't want like. You, it's, it's, it's all, it all comes down to game management at the end of the day it's game management because then like we didn't manage the game well we the thing is although we didn't although, although like we kind of let off a bit they didn't they still weren't threatening it was literally the, it was literally it was literally the pen right, if, uh, if uh, you know like I'll be honest I, I love you man you know that but I, I can't I cannot stand the way you continue to defend Emery I'm how, def- I'm, I'm how are you talking him, about it's, it's, how are you talking about game management when we dropped points when, from a winning position, I was I was I was answering his question. He 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 asked me, "Is did you know?" He asked me, "Did I, did I notice at the drop off?" And is that a tactic that I'll be happy with? And I'm and I'm saying it's it's not a, it's not really a tactic. I'll okay, like I'll, right. I'll like I mean as as fans naturally we'd all want to see our team go on and and if we're two 0 up in inside t- ten minutes or something, we'd we'd want to see the okay, game me, end up four clear. five nil. Let me be clear. It's because earlier you said you don't see how you can attribute us dropping points to Emery if that's an Emery tactic he, he's in, like, it's, it's well, clearly that, not worked but, but, but that, that tactic was not that's, that wasn't the reason why 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 um why I think we dropped the points and on, and on top of that when they did score the goal obviously it was I think it was around the 30th minute or something like that yeah. from, from that point up and then even into the second half even when they scored the second goal we were on the front foot like it's like one, once that happened we now went. We, okay, can we I ask you win. another question? And I was, you said in the group chat um, that it's, it seems as though Arsenal are incapable of playing through the middle of the park. How yeah. we we're overly reliant on our wingers and whatever our fullbacks. Is that not down to the manager? That's down to the manager, but that's a personal preference. But that's costing us, though. It's a but it's it's a, it's a it's a pers- it's a personal preference. Me personally, I'd I'd, I'd like us. Me me, what I want to see from my football team is to be able to. I, I want us. To, I'd like us to be versatile. So, be able to play through the middle, and then if a team block come, blocks everything off in the middle, say so you're not playing through the middle. Then I was I want to say okay okay we can be able to play through the sides and vice versa. Yeah. Obviously, Emery Emery has a he has a he has a huge emphasis on playing through the sides and stuff like that. And me personally, I don't I don't. I don't like I like I said I want versatility, but it's not it obviously it can it can hurt us and like for example in, in this situation it, it does and it's probably hard Have to you been happy? Games, so, sorry, I, I don't actually want it to seem like I'm I'm getting onto you or I'm attacking you, but I feel like out of us four here, you're the only one that kind of I don't want to say backs backs the manager, but you're not putting the blame on the manager. So what I, I, I wanna I ask put, I put I put the blame on the like I put the blame on the manager. But it's, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talk, if we're talking about solely about this game, I don't. I, I can't. I can't really blame him for it. I, I literally don't think because because even like like I said, like I was when I was the reason why I pull it up because I was kind of annoyed because I was seeing there was quite a lot of space through the middle and I was just seeing 
you'd you'd like you'd see like Sabayos or Granduzi kind of like push with the ball through the middle, and then like everything was just by the side. There was just there was just this open space that was there, yeah. and instead they'll hit it out wide. And but even though they were hitting out wide, they were still they were still getting chances. So like I think there was on one situation, I think it might be Sabayos. He brought it forward. There was nothing there. Then he put he, he passed it to he played it to the left. I think he played it to Tierney, and I think I have a t- Either Tini done um, combined with someone or Tini beat his man. He put a cross in the box. It fell perfectly to Lacar. He controlled it and he had a shot. And it was really, like, realistically, like, the Lacar, if you, if you, let's say if he was um, match sharp, if he was match sharp and fitter, he'd test, he would have tested the goalkeeper a lot better. So when I saw, when I was seeing stuff like that, I was saying, okay, yeah, that's fair enough. We're not playing through the middle. But even though we're playing through the sides, we're still creating chances. So that's... Fair enough, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Um, Gideon, we have not heard anything from you. I know you have a lot to say, so the floor's open, my bro. Take it away. Kind of talking about Arsenal, it's, it's, it's getting repaired, isn't it? So that's why I've just been a bit quiet because what, what more can I really say? My stance on the manager is I want him out. I don't think he's good enough. I don't think he's going to take us to the level we need to be at. Um... Like, um, I don't. You guys surely remember when we were talking about when we were two 0 up against Watford, how livid I was, how we dropped that lead and came back to two two. To be two 0 up against Palace at home, where we're at home. So mentally, for Palace at that point to be two 0 down, they're gonna have to dig deep, very deep, because they're not at home. They ain't got the crowd behind them, so they're gonna have to find some extra sort of gear to like to be able to salvage anything and they get a point from 2-0 down fam when I saw it was 2-0 down I wasn't watching the game but when I, thought, when I saw it was 2-0 down I thought game done that's it it's one of them games where I thought because under Wenger let's be real when we went 2-0 up at Emirates fam more or less it's a it's a W the last time we played we played Crystal Palace under Wenger we beat them 4-1 at, at Emirates they were the type of games where when we was at Emirates under Wenger they were the type of games where them small teams that used to come, yes, there were a couple of banana skins where we used to lose, but more or less, our style of football was there and we were beating these teams comfortably. Comfortably. And it's and it, the, the thing that annoys me more is that we're not even looking good. If we're looking good and f- for some reason the results ain't going our way, then I can maybe think, okay, like, we can work on it. I don't know what I'm, what hope am I hanging on to with this manager because we're not playing good football. The results ain't great. We ain't won a game, not one game the whole season convincingly. Have we even won a game more than one goal this season? Can any of you guys in the Premier League, have we won a game more than one goal this season? I'm thinking off the top of my head. I don't think we have. If I, if we have, correct me, but I don't think we, we have. Beat Newcastle. Don't know, that was 1-0. 1-0. One, nil. One, nil. One, nil. Um, what was Burnley? Was that 2-1? 2-1. 1-0. Um, Three two Aston Villa one nil Bournemouth. This 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 is for me embarrassing because it's not even like we're having <laughs> tough teams where we have to scrape through. Yes, the Premier League is very competitive, but at least one of them games we should have stamped our authority and showed that okay we've made some signings. Okay, Arsenal are looking good. We've not looked good once in the Premier League, and the results ain't even going well. But how terrible Man United are have been this season? We're only three points ahead of them. We spent peas. There is no excuse. How can I back this man? This man's not giving me any hope to back him. He's playing three men in midfield that are pessimistic. Yes, he played Sabayas yesterday. I don't even rate him. I don't think he's that good. But at least he's trying to play some attacking players. When I saw the lineup, I'll be real. I wasn't. I didn't have too many complaints. 
But the style of football that's going on in the pitch, what are they doing in training? We scored two goals from two of our centre backs. There was, there was nothing there. There was nothing there. Why are we freezing our Ozil? If there's an issue, please come and show us. Show us the fans. You can't just freeze out a man that is our highest earner at the club and you're not trying to show us the reason why he's getting frozen out. The results ain't going your way. Of course we're going to talk about it. Because Let's keep it honest. Mesut Ozil, he is still our best footballer. He's the best footballer at Arsenal Football Club. Regardless of what you think about his consistency, whatever, whatever, when it comes to potentially, talent, potentially, he's the best. And he definitely should be making the bench. And if you're not least. putting him on the bench, then you're heaping even more pressure on yourself. So if you're going to freeze out Ozil, make sure you get the results. Make sure that the results you should be getting. Yes, if we go Anfield away. Yes, if we go Etihad away. Yes, if we go to these tough places and we lose. Fair enough, they're better than us. But when there's teams that we should be beating and you're deciding not to play Ozil, make sure we win or make sure we look good. We don't even look good. Everything is pointing to us being negative right now. So, for me, it's the same old story. It's just, I, my stance hasn't changed. I'm fully against the manager right now because yeah, he's same. giving me any hope. Same. I'm and 100%. From what for the way this was brewing from the two two and now nothing changed since then. I don't know how many games a goal that was, but nothing. <clears throat> Steve, you got um, what's your what's your current stance on an Arsenal situation at the moment? Um, not too different from what I've been saying um, recently. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch the game, but um, it's sad to see in it that we're in a position where, you know what. Realistically, we, we need to finish top four this season. We, we have to. We have to. And yeah. Um, yeah. it's a shame that we're, we're going through this run where we just, we've got no real consistency in our play. There's, there's no real cohesiveness when we're, we're playing, uh, going forward at least, because defensively, everyone knew going into season that obviously we're going to concede goals because we can't defend. Um, we've not improved tactically. We've not improved personnel that much in the centre of our defence. Tierney, you could say, is an upgrade and better in back is a, um, is a plus, but generally, you expected us to concede goals, but looking at the firepower that we have in Lacazette, um, Aubameyang, Pepe, obviously, Ozil, um, you, you wouldn't expect us to struggle to, to dominate to dominate teams and score goals. So, that's the real concern for me. I thought we would outscore the opposition, but it's a mess. When you've got a manager that's constantly tinkering, um, he's not allowing players to settle. I know he's spoken about the fact that we need to give people time to settle. He's given Pepe time to settle, to be fair, but Ceballos, he's not really getting a run of games. Yeah. Not getting 90 minutes, 90 minutes, 90 minutes to bed into the Premier League. You bring in someone like Willock into the squad um, this year. He has two bad games. You pull him off at half-time. It's not good for his confidence. Sorry, um, before you go on, yeah, I was listening to um, a pod and I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember it exactly, but there was like, Emery has made, he so last, let's say the number's 18, I can't remember. He said he's made 18 subs so far in the Prem or something like that. And literally like, all of them have been, or them would like literally, if not all, like 90% of them have all been like the youth team players. So like Nelson, um, Saka, Willock, all them guys. And obviously, like obviously circumstances, but stuff, something like that is actually really bad because like 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 Steve is trying to say, you're not you're not giving these players the the consistency that they need, and especially like at, especially with those players where they're really young, you can't be afford you can't be affording to like literally they play 
a bad 30 minutes of a 45 minute um, half or something and then you just hook them off straight away but I think I think the worst thing is for me as well is the fact that I think the communication side of things from the manager is, is the worst part of it because we don't let's be honest we don't really understand what the man's trying to say I mean what he's trying to put across after matches when we're dropping points or when the journalists are asking about the performance or where it's gone wrong he keeps talking about saying yeah we need more control we need more quality in this area of the pitch or that area of the pitch but we're not seeing that nothing's changing so you're obviously either you're not coaching the players they don't understand you or you're lying I, I don't know what it is you guys you guys can decide do you, do, do, you know, do you know with that yeah obviously I, I, res- I respect him for, for him trying to go through this route but ideally sometimes just do the right thing like for example when Poch came remember the first couple of months Poch was here Poch he all even when he had his interviews what did he have next to him he had um he had a translator and he was just translating do you know what though do you know what I don't even think Emery's English is that bad I don't think it's his English it's he's not answering no, no, questions no, he, yeah he's, he, he does I, yeah 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 exactly exactly yeah yeah he can't, he's not answering the questions. He's not. He's not answering the questions. And I, th- I, th- I think that's part of it. I, I think it's the thing where his English isn't that bad, but like his interpretation and getting his words out is the thing that's that's is the thing that's the issue. So that's why I think like, on, like honestly, uh, he can he can speak English, but have a translator next to you and tra- translate because it'll. I like I, me personally, I think if he had that, things would be a lot clearer. No, I, <sighs> I don't think, bro. There must be Spanish-speaking players in our in our Man, club. It's, that's 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 garbage because. Let's be real. We weren't saying this last season. The man, the man. We were, none of these excuses were coming from last season. So if that was the case, his English it's would not, be- it's not excuses and observation. Because last year I gave him leeway because I knew he could barely speak English. He was, yeah. he was working an interpreter. No, sorry, he was getting lessons. But this new what season, I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is that he was we were better last season. The football was better. The results, obviously, I'm obviously the sample size is a bit smaller because we were only that nine, ten games in. But on the balance of it, it looks like we but we went twenty-two games unbeaten all of that waffle. We were winning more games at this point of the season than we have now. We were better last season. The standard football was better. We didn't have a like we weren't speaking um, about how poor we was um as a footballing side. Yes, some of the results went great, but right now it's deeper than that. So us talking about him needing a translator and him not being able to, I think that's just excuses because that wasn't a problem last season. Yeah, you're right. Um, obviously, my take is Emery out. Um, but I'll be honest, I don't know if I want him gone now. And I say that because if he was <clears throat> if he was to be sacked now, who's taking charge? Like no. Steve said earlier, sorry, let me just finish. Like Steve said earlier, the most important thing right now is getting top four. I don't know who we can bring in that's going to be able to do that. But sorry, if I, what were you going to say? Yeah, like, to, to touch on that that and who you want now, I feel like in the past couple like the past couple of years, like, especially in the Wenger era, part of the reason why I think a lot of us as fans maybe didn't want to get rid of Wenger is because we felt like if he went, we would be like it would be things would be so much worse, and that you can accredit that to the fact that we weren't able to spend as much some of the players you had and stuff like that. But me personally, no, I feel like the club is in a position where we can kind of adopt the kind of Chelsea approach in a sense where you can afford to be have like so can I, a short can I, a short leash with um 
let me just finish sorry to have sorry. a short leash to have a short leash with um, with managers because one thing like one thing that Chelsea have have had while they've always been chopping and t- changing these managers is good players I like I like I legit think we have good players all across all across the team like, apart from maybe midfield where we've got young and up and coming players but I think we've got good players in the team now so I feel like we don't need to rely that much on the manager if mm. that makes sense I think modern football has shown that obviously managers are you know they're not exactly they're not like of old where managers stay in a club for like 10 years plus and all that kind of stuff modern football is you have a manager for about three years that's it get a new one in clubs now they have a a whole footballing structure where they'll tell you what kind of football they want you to play, etc. They'll bring you in to do a job after three years, boom, you're out. We've seen it across the board now. City, it looks like it's going to happen. Obviously, we can't say, but like, I don't think any of us really expect Pep to stay there for too long. It's even a but, thing where um, if Pep was to leave tomorrow, they'd still they, be in a very good still, position. Exactly they've, exactly. they've got the players. Exactly. So, yeah, back to that original point. If Sorry, do we all want Emery gone now? Like if you know we sacked him tomorrow, is, would that be acceptable? Would you guys? Would you guys think? No, obviously, only... obviously, we can't can't predict the future. I don't know who we'd bring in, but I feel like I, uh, I don't. I honestly on this, I don't. I'm not entirely sure because as much as I don't think he's the man to take us forward, like is it? Is it that? <laughs> I don't know. Actually. It is. It, I, honestly, I, I think what you're trying to say is, is it that toxic? Like, toxic. I think it is because no, even, not, not even. I'm not even talking about the toxic part. I'm just thinking like, like obviously, like I've seen. Okay, I think it's a thing where, since he's been here, I've seen certain things that I've liked from Emery. So I kind of so like in, so part of me still thinks like if he can if he can get it right, you know, like he can, he's, he can salvage so something. Reports he can, like, have salvage said. It. Reports have said that he's he's losing parts of the dressing room due to like they don't understand what it, what they want him to do. They don't get like they don't. It's once you've lost players, once you've lost the dressing room, we've seen over the years you're not you're not coming back from that. Kids, you're gonna touch on that. Um, um, I I personally would give it Christmas. I'll give it Christmas. I wouldn't second now. But I'll give him, I'll give him, because it's only been 10 games in, I'll give him, I know it sounds a bit mad because I don't know if we can wait that long, but I'm willing to give him till Christmas to see if results pick up. It's still how it is, I'll sack him and give it Freddie to the end of the season. Freddie Lundberg. Yeah, I'll give it Freddie to the end of the season and we assess our options there. We we will not do a Man United and give him the, the job. We will not do that. Even if he manages us to get us into the top four or we title challenge, he will get replaced because mm. we're not in a position to... If we're gonna get a new manager, it has to be right. So we give it, we give it freely to the end of the season, and then we assess, we assess that there's options. Not, we start talking to, we start talking to Mourinho, seeing what he's saying. We start talking to Allegri. We'll get to that. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> we're gonna get to that. We start talking to Allegri. We start talking to the Ajax manager. Yeah, we start chatting to some guys and seeing what they're saying. Uh, what I wanted to say was, I'm not entirely what? against. Hold, hold on, Steve. I'm not entirely against giving it to someone like Freddie Lumber because as we've seen sometimes when a manager is sacked the club just step up when Mourinho was sacked obviously Oli came in we saw the reaction do you get what I'm saying like managers get sacked mid-season the club reacts and it, us, it could be a good one, thing it's too, it's too early like obviously I, I, love, I love so. Fred, like, like for, for, for someone like Freddie like honestly I think if it was like January, February 
I can say, you know what, maybe this could be a thing, but like literally, like usually when when this happens, the club usually clubs usually tend to have about anywhere between one to three months of like just good form and they're just playing well. That could take us to literally like January, then things could just start to see we could start to see the same thing again. So I feel like if we were to get rid of Emery, I'd want to bring in someone more is someone more established. I don't want Mourinho, but someone like bringing in Mourinho to the end of the season would make sense to me. <laughs> Even though I wouldn't, although I don't really want him like that. Steve, you you were going to make a point. Let me read out our fixtures. Uh, I think he's going to get sacked. Let <laughs> me read out our fixtures in the Premier League. This starts from the month of December. West Ham away. Manchester City at home. Everton away. Bournemouth away. Chelsea at home. Man United at home. Crystal Palace away, Sheffield United at home, Chelsea away. Can you can you um, say confidently that you can see three points in any of those fixtures? No. No. I yeah, I think it'll get sacked before then, because it could all, it could all get messy, very very nasty. You know what? If we, if we take minimum points from that year, we're, we're actually top four is done. I already, I Bro, already top think six. We got. I already think it's done. Staying in the top six. Sorry. I don't think we're going to finish top four. Personally, if we keep Emery here, I don't think we're going to finish top four. But that's not yeah, to say that if we get rid of him now, we'll definitely get. I'm not saying that either. But I just feel as though Emery as our manager, as from what I've seen, from the football I've seen, regardless of what position we're in currently, from the football I've seen, it's not sustainable, and I don't see us. I don't see us finishing in the top four. It's like Gid said, bro, we're three points above Man United. And we've seen how bad they've been. It's it's bad. It's bad. It's looking it's looking bad. So I agree, but I feel like it's salvageable. Whether it whether Emery, whether it's through Emery that can salvage it or another person, I feel like it's salvage I feel like it can be salvaged. That's why I'm not Yeah, it's yeah, yeah now, that's why I'm not as depressed as I would have been like in previous seasons and stuff, and stuff like that. In six weeks' time, it could all be over. Yeah, Chelsea are going away from home and slapping teams. Leicester gave someone nine this weekend. Nine. Oh, that's nine. I want to talk about one thing before we get onto the Xhaka thing, yeah, because we're spending quite a bit of time on Arsenal. Let's talk about our options. Um, Certain guys here have said, you know, they brought up the name Jose Mourinho. I know that will make a lot of Arsenal fans sick. Uh, Gideon, do you want to explain why you take Jose? Uh, do you know what? It's mad. It's because... Oh, I don't know if I would take him. But when I hear the guy speak about football, I just feel like this guy know he would know what to do, man. He would know how to get the best out of us. Like he was talking, and he was talking about how he would, how he would um, release someone like Pepe. And we've seen how he's how he's used Eden Hazard. We've seen how he not elevated Cristiano Ronaldo, but how he lost it in his goal scoring that season. Yeah, I wouldn't say he elevated him, but you see how he used his wingers <clears throat> when he had Joe Cole and Damian Duff and them. Robin, yeah, Robin. So. I know if he gets his hands on Pepe, he will lose it. But it's the, 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 the last two tenures at Man United and um, Chelsea making me doubt. But 
I, the guy's a tactician, so I genuinely feel like he's a very good, he's a very good manager in terms of, um, I don't know what the word is. He knows how to prepare for each game, so he would he would look at a game like where we had where we're going to be playing a tough team, and he will grind out a result for us. But then he will know how to also because I don't think Mourinho's a part of bus that. I know he was doing it quite a bit at Man United because I genuinely think he didn't have the players. But I think with better players, I think Mourinho would love to be more um, the protagonist. I think he would want to be on the front foot. So, I don't know. I don't know if he'll suit Arsenal. So, that's why I just threw his name in there. Obviously, you know, no, I, 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 I agreed with you. you know, I agree with you, I'll be honest. Um, I think what it is with us, yeah, how we how we turning our nose up at, at Mourinho? Like, I know I've, I've had a lot to say about Mourinho on this pod, especially... I know, like you said, at Chelsea, Man United, it ended. It, it wasn't great, but we've got Emery in charge right now. I'm not saying that. I'll, that I'm not saying Mourinho is my first choice manager. I'm not saying like let's get Mourinho. In. That, no, that's not what I'm saying. But I would take Jose Mourinho simply because look at a man's whole career. Like he didn't said, it could go horribly wrong. Honestly, it could go horribly wrong, and I could it could happen, and I could be like, you know what? I don't know why I wanted that, but. Let's not, could, let's not disrespect. Let's not disrespect. Let's not disrespect Jose. Like, why are we it's, disrespecting him? It's, like it's, 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 not, it's not a disrespect. And let, let, let me tell you why. It's like obviously when, when um, when you lot said Mourinho and stuff like that, I actually thought about it. And like when you think about certain players, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna name, I'm gonna name a couple of players. Yeah, in our team right now. So Tierney, David Luiz, Socrates, Genduzi, Torreira, Lacazette. I'm not sure what I'm not. I can't say Pepe because I haven't seen enough. That's like six players. Do they not like in terms of either their playing style or their kind of mentality or their mentality? Don't they kind of remind you of like Mourinho type kind of players? Not really. You don't. Okay, maybe, maybe it's just because I, I mean, me, like me, like I'm talking. Okay, maybe maybe not in terms of playing style more, but more like their personality. They kind of like they kind of remind me of like players. They they seem like players that I feel like Jose would like. Like he would he would have a great affinity towards. So those players who like who like to fight on the pitch, who've got a bit of personality about them, who who are willing to get stuck in. Like then like there's they're not those players. I don't think aren't they aren't the typical, the typical Arsenal players. I mean I mean you you could I don't and that's that's just me that's just me personally. Um I think maybe it's more based on their personality. But on top of that, why I may think that. Last season, before we start, before the season started, we did, we done a pod, and we gave we gave our predictions, and Steve said Mourinho is going to get sacked, and it happened because we know like as great as Mourinho is as he is and everything like that, we know his story. We know we literally know his story. First first season, it's everything looks all right. Second season, that's the that's the best season. Third season, it all breaks down, and then he's gone by Christmas, and I like. I just don't want that. I just don't want that. Steve, I know I know you're not a big fan of Jose. Do you want to quickly explain why before we move on to Jaco? Yeah, it's just it's not a match. Not a match that we're looking to do. We're, we're putting um What are we looking to, to do? Players into our... Sorry? No, no, sorry, carry on. We're trying to integrate youth players. Um we've made some some um sign ins that you know positive young sign um Positive signings in Pepe, Ceballos. Obviously, we, we're hoping to buy, sign him on a permanent contract. Well, 
the, the squad is shaping up nicely, isn't it? Tierney. And I just don't see Mourinho being a good fit for us. I don't see it. And I don't... I think he's he's toxic. I love him. Like, I love him as a pundit. I love listening to him speak. And I respect everything he's done in the game. But it's not a fit for us. The, what we've seen in the past has shown that it doesn't end well. And we're not one of these super clubs that we can bounce back from these things. We, we haven't got a lot of money. We're trying to do things from an organic point of view, especially in terms of how we're generating money. We, we don't have time for Mourinho, man. We, we have to implement a strategy where we bring in a, a decent coach, a decent young coach with fresh ideas that can, can hopefully overachieve and get us closer you know, to winning. I actually, I, actually, I actually agree with that. I'm actually deep in it. I, I think what Steve is saying is making sense. We, we okay, so Mikel Arteta then. No, he's a, he's a young coach. No, mad. No, no, he's a young coach. But no, no, no. Why? I can, I can list. I'll literally list off so many guys. I'd rather, rather come into this club before, before Arteta. No way would I want Arteta. No, I'm not moving like that, you know. Let me tell you that was an example of a young coach who could overachieve. Someone like someone like, like Nang, Nangles, man. That's someone like a young coach. Someone like, um, um, what's Ayat's coach? Ta, um, How many uh, games have you watched from these managers? How many games? How many games have you watched of Arteta? Did I say Arteta? How many games has he have managed? I said Arteta? Did I say How? a potential option? <laughs> No, you're naming man- you're, you're naming managers that you don't watch because of FM. So don't try it. Don't try what, it. What, what do you mean because of FM? Because of, okay. No, tell no, tell you me what, how many of these games you've watched. Tell me how many of these no, games you've watched. Well, not Nagel's man. Have, I haven't. I haven't watched. I've watched. I watched. Okay. So why are you naming him? Because it's the same he, thing. Is it not, not the same, same thing, thing as Arteta? Why not? No, it's because it's not. It's literally not. Because you actually have a body of work. You can see. You like. You you can point to things and say. Yeah. Like. Okay. The thing is with a young coach, obviously it's always going to be a risk, but with some of these coaches like um, Hagen, Ten Hag, whatever his name, or Nagelsmann, or even I was, I was, I was watching um, Dortmund, I watched Dortmund's last two games and I was and I was like, you know what, he's like Lucien Favre, that's someone who I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing because with them, you can point to their body, you can point, that, okay, they've got, they've, they've got experience in coaching, you can point to positives. Listen, if you, you had, if, okay, if you had let me finish, yeah, if you had let me finish, what I was going to say is, Fitting Steve's bill of a young coach with fresh ideas, something different, Arteta would fit that bill. That is what I'm trying to say. I don't think he Before does. Before the start of the season, I'm sure people would have had their doubts about Frank. And look at how Chelsea are playing. Obviously, it's still very early in the season. But look at what's going on there. Frank is an ex-Chelsea player. So obviously, when he came in, there was a feel-good factor. He brought together the fans. There was a sense of unity at the club. <clears throat> Sorry, at the club. The players, it seems as though they're playing for him. I'm not saying it's going to end like this, but who knows? I'm not saying bringing Arteta. I'm not saying bringing him tomorrow. I know, but still, someone. I don't. I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to come across as rude, but I don't want to hear Arteta's name mentioned in all of this because it's not the same. With the thing, the thing is with Frank. No, it's wait, wait. Let me let me finish because the thing, the thing is with Frank is literally what I said. You can point to things. You see, like you can say, okay, what he done at Derby. You can hey, you can say okay, this is that even even if someone's to say oh we're linked with Steven Gerrard, I can be like you know what okay you know what it's it's a gamble I wouldn't you I wouldn't mind Steven Gerrard than Mikel Arteta yes a hundred percent no that's some loss I'm sorry tell me why t- tell me why tell me why you take Mikel Arteta do you know, do, 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 do you know what's annoying me, me do you know what's annoying me, me. Do you know quickly yeah, do you know do you know what's annoying me why are you so passionate about not having a fresh young coach here 
But you still want Emery in. Why can't you criticize Emery? Where's your passion for Emery? Where's your passion? Why aren't you as angry as us? Why aren't you as angry as us with Emery? I didn't say I want Emery in. I don't want to. First of all, you said with your mouth, you said with your mouth that yesterday's or whenever it was his performance was not on Emery. How can you say that? But in the chat, you're criticizing Emery saying, oh, why is he bringing off Tierney for Kolasinac? You see the problems with this manager. Why don't you have this energy for him? I do. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. I don't scream at I don't scream Emery out on all this stuff. Why can't you criticize Emery? Just say Emery. How many times have I criticized Emery? You don't criticize him the way we do, man. How many times have I said he's a coward? How many times have I said he doesn't play with courage? So what are you talking about? And Sekou, why why are you deflecting from the main point? What's the main point? Why are you deflecting? What's the main point? We're talking about Arteta. No, no, wait. I haven't finished. Anyway, as I was saying... How are you going to take Steven Gerrard over Mikel Arteta? How? Because I can say, if someone... like Okay, okay, let's do it like this. I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna sell to you why I wouldn't mind taking a gamble, with Stephen, or taking a gamble, with Stephen Gerrard, and you, and then in turn, you sell to me why you take a gamble on Arteta. I can say Stephen Gerrard. He's he's gone. He's gone to Rangers. When he went to Rangers, they weren't in the greatest positions. He's 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 got he's he got he got them back in the Europa League. They seem to die. I, I haven't really watched their football, but I can say. Oh, but you I can watch say, their football. Okay. Wait, let me finish. I can say they seem they. Look at looking at looking looking at it in a in a nutshell. They they play. It looks like they play decent football. He's he seems to work with the players. The players What's are Gerard style. Be for him. Tell me tell me what you see. What's Gerard style of football? Okay, the reason why I'll take Arteta is because number one, <clears throat> you know how modern day coaching is very pivotal to a manager's job. If you speak to a lot of managers and you hear them in the press conferences, they say a lot of the work goes to my, my coaching staff and the players. They like they normally like to recognize how hard it is. For, and how much of the input the coach is put in. Mikel Arteta is also the assistant manager, so I can assume that Mikel Arteta helps Pep a lot in terms of the preparations and their ta- their tactical impetus and the way they play football on the pitch. Mikel Arteta has also helped him win a lot of trophies. He's been successful with Pep. He's also learnt a lot from Pep. Yeah, He's not just there, just chilling. He probably would have learnt a lot. He'll be able to take them them that understudy and all the things he's learned and implement himself. The same way Pep done the same with Johan Cruyff and we're seeing it today, Arteta could also potentially do the same. So you're talking to all this Steven Gerrard, all this Europa League, that's not the level I'm trying to aspire at, bro. I don't want none of that. Yeah? Even, even looking, looking at Pep, yeah, using Pep as an example, when he was made manager of Barcelona, people probably said the same thing about him. I'm not saying Arteta is going to go on to be the next Pep, but we don't know. I, I, well, I, I, I know that, but I feel I feel like, that like literally betting on someone like Arteta, it's it's too it's to me it comes across as like almost as almost like a stupid like a, an unnecessary gamble. There 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 are younger coaches, there there are coaches who fit that kind of same profile as maybe Arteta, who you could bank and say they're more likely to succeed. And I'm like I'm I'm sorry, like obviously what you said, you made some good points, but I'm, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, that doesn't, I don't, I don't see how, what, because, because he's helped um, Pep win trophies and he's been a, an assistant manager of, um, under Pep and he's done coaching sessions um, with, with Man City with the, just with the talent that they have. I don't see how that would make him more qualified than someone like Steven Gerrard, who's actually, of course it would. who's actually become a head, he's actually become a head manager. 
He's actually Dad, ca- even Dad has not played at the level my club is going to play, and I aspire my club to play. Why am I going to go for a man who's not been involved in that environment and take him on as my full time manager when Arteta has been around with Pep and knows how to play? He has no experience as a manager. He knows the club. He, has, he, he even has knows zero Arsenal experience. He, it doesn't matter. He has zero. He has Man, zero experience as a manager. I can tell you right now that had zero experience, but learnt and made their own trade. Okay, that, Pep, that's Zidane, that. Frank Lampard. All of these men done the same. Yeah, Zidane. Okay, 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 Zidane. Zidane. Do you know how many years Zidane was coaching the Real Madrid B team? Was, Arteta hasn't was, even done Arteta that. Not, I swear he hasn't even done that. Team. He hasn't done that. He's literally been his assistant manager. Fam, he, don't, don't, he was a coach don't, at first. Don't. Don't disrespect the assistant manager thing, you know, because just because you're not seeing what goes on in the training doesn't make, make, make it seem that they cannot make that step up to manager. Me, personally, I wouldn't make my, Arteta my first choice. However, it's not as ludicrous as you're making it seem. I think it's That's ludicrous. My... I, honestly, I honestly think, I honestly like, and especially because it's, because it's Arsenal. Okay, let's say, for example, if it's an Everton or it's a lesser team or it's a championship team, I can say, you know what? It's it's a risk, but give it to him. This is us, like literally. So you want to give a man who has who has zero, he, he has he hasn't even managed beat that like the Man City B team. Literally, what, what he's been doing. I'm and I'm I'm sorry if it comes across as disrespectful, but you want to give you want to give you want to give a man who's only been Pep Guardiola's assistant assistant manager, Arsenal Football Club, where he's got a number of young a number of young talents, a number of old, old older stars who like. Who are um, coming towards the end of the career and who want want to win things? A big budget. It's it's literally the same thing as it's it's almost like Oli. It's, it's never like, like Oli. Like, like, like literally, I, I, I don't think, think it's Oli because Oli. I think you're only Oli had proved no. Oli had he was a okay. No disrespect to him or his career. This guy had been at clubs and he wasn't good. He got relegated from the Premier League. Okay, that's fair. Okay, that's fair enough. But any, but anyway, my my overall point is I feel like people. Uh, flirting with this Arteta idea simply because he's been an assistant manager under Pep. If he, I feel like if he had, if he had been an assistant manager under anyone else, I don't think we'll be having this conversation. I Probably not. Flirt. Probably not. Probably, yeah, facts. Probably so, not. So, so, so you're you're purely basing it off the fact that he's he's worked under Pep, and that's stupid. I'm sorry, that is stupid. I'm sorry, that's so stupid. I'm, I'm not I'm not call, I'm not calling you stupid. I'm, I'm not insulting you, but I feel like that that idea is stupid. Slow down. Slow down. I don't know why you're moving like. Fam, as a manager, yeah, you have to learn from somewhere, right? You have yeah. to learn from somewhere. If he's learning from one of the best, yeah, and he's going to take some of that and implement it into his own, understanding the club as well, because he was from Arsenal. I don't understand why you think that's necessarily a match. So you think, yeah, him potentially coaching maybe an under-23s or a B team is going to give him that much more of... Um, that's going to make him more credible to take the job than anyone yes, else. 100% will. It's not that coaching is not necessarily that deep from what he can learn from someone from Pep, in my opinion. In my opinion. So what? So what? So, so what do you think? Do you think? Pep, guys, 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 like, guys. Sorry, sorry. Let's, do you think? Do you think Pep like gives him nurtures? Oh, okay, so, like he nurtures him. Every, he do, he doesn't do this stuff. I don't understand it, man. I, I really don't understand it. And I'm, I'm guys, sorry, I can't. Guys, I can never understand it. I can never. Come on, let's it. let's get some order, Steve. Yeah, you've you know you've taken in all of this. Steve What's Steve your thoughts, mate? That's why it's quiet. Steve, actually, I know he agrees with me. No, but, no, I see both sides of it. Obviously, um, when Gibbs was saying that um, Arteta has actually been a part of the level that we'll be playing at, like Champions League, obviously we're supposed to be Champions League, Premier League. I, I get that shout. I never looked at it from that perspective. But yeah, I mean, I'm not so... like I was like, um, if it, that was my view when we were um, linked with him. 
Because I thought I do not want somebody that's inexperienced to, to take over this mantle. Like, we just lost a manager that's been at the club for how long? Was it 22 years or so? Yeah, something like that. And 20, 23, whatever it was. And we're just going to have this guy that's got no manager experience. But with what I've seen with Lampard, um, what obviously Zidane is a good um, example, I'm willing to take the chance. And I, I, like, I like Arteta's values. I know it matches what I want to see. I'll take the chance, but then again, obviously, if there's right, there are risks, and we've not really think, seen a body of work. I, but I, I think, like you, do you know what it is? We're not, like, me and Gizzy, we're not blind to the risks. We can see. I, 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 the know, risks. You, I know you're not. But the thing, okay. the thing is, you're making it seem like I'm saying go out there and make it, make yeah. our your number one target. Yeah. All I'm saying is, if it's an option, he can potentially be a candidate. So, so, so you, you, if, you put him on the short on, list. Hold on, let me finish. If potentially, if I was part of the board, I would interview the man and see what this guy, if he can sell it to me. Like, I'm not, basically, I'm not going to look at Mikhail Artista's name and be like, no manager experience, no next. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it because I've seen examples of it working. So I'm willing to give him the chance. However, he would not be my top priority. He wouldn't. My top priority would probably be um, that I, the way that I guys playing football, I'll probably want to interview him and speak to him and see what his values are, see where he wants to take my club or um, other proven winners. I can't really think off the top of my head. But Arteta would also be a candidate I'd want to explore that. I want to explore that avenue, see what, he, see what he's got, see what he, how he talks, see how he relates with my club. I would but, never but, shut down the avenue. You make it seem like it's not an option. Like, don't even speak to it. I think it should. I honestly think I it don't should be an option. I feel like there's there's far there's so many managers out there that we could potentially bring up that that can that doesn't make him a credible option. And to, to to wrap it up, obviously you said we've seen examples of it working. I don't think we've ever we haven't maybe unless we haven't seen that example working at a club like Arsenal, where a man where guys have been been an assistant manager or something. And he's come in with no experience and made it right. Ah, uh, cool. What about Jose Mourinho? Is what, what about Jose Mourinho? What he's hiring the him? manager to Van Howe at Barcelona? He went Porto and he won the Champions League. I don't think Porto. First of all, I don't think Porto. With all, although they've probably got more accolades in the Europeans, I don't think they're at a club. They're not. At, they're not in a. They're, they're not in a league where it's as competitive as okay, ours. Where yeah, you that's can right, that's that. right. And, then and, he went Chelsea. Then he went Chelsea and done back to back. Then he proved himself. So if Porto didn't give and, him that chance, how would we have ever known? That's okay, my point. Exactly. He and, never, and, he never. Hold on, hold on. He never had the pedigree, but he always had the ability. Okay. He never had the experience in that. So you saying you're writing this guy off because oh he's never managed I'm, anything. He's never I'm, done. I'm, I'm, I'm writing. I'm writing off because I don't want him to make the straight, straight to Arsenal. If 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 he's if he I literally said it. If if you if a team like Everton or Bournemouth or Derby or one of these clubs. And We're not a top four side, you know. We haven't been, we haven't played Champions League football for We're, a couple okay, of years. You know okay, that. That's, I don't know what you think Arsenal fair, are. That's fair enough. But in terms of in, in England, in England, in England, we're a big club. Whether you agree with it or not, or we haven't played in the Champions League or but not. Arsenal's a big club. So I don't. I don't want to see. It. I don't. I don't Hold on, hold on. What you're basically saying about him going to Everton, Bournemouth, and all that. You know, it would be harder for Arteta to succeed at a club like that than it would be with Arsenal. And that, and that's what makes it more. That's what will make it more pre- impressive. Like like you said, but, that, but that's like, a like harder Mourinho. How, how how long was Mourinho at Porto? How long was he at Porto for? I think one or two years. I'm not even too sure. You know, I can't lie. I don't know. And see, like, see, see that my my see, like just to round it up because we're kind of going in circles. My whole thing about it, like, I I want to be able to look to like I want to be able to look to something and saying, okay, it's a obviously I, I get it's a risk. 
I want to be able to say it's a risk, but based on things that I've seen, I can say okay, Which it's is- a. It's understandable. I'm not. I'm not. We're not gonna like try and say that you're an idiot for for your um, opinion because we I, can I, see I, why. But and and, and vice versa. Yeah. I don't really like comp up. To me, it's like I know I've said this. For, okay, for, fair. For last time, to round it up, there's literally off the top of my head right now risks that would I would I would like to see Arsenal take someone like Nangelsman, someone like Lucio okay, Favre. Okay, okay. Those guys, let's, not, not Arteta. Let's end this now. Let's yeah. end this now. All right, cool. Fair enough. Arteta, you don't him. Calm. So, the other talking point of the match was Granit Xhaka. Granit Xhaka was substituted. I'm not sure what minute he was substituted in. Um, the Arsenal captain, when his number came up, I think what happened was there were cheers initially. And then from what I've heard and from what I've read is that because he was taking so long to come off, that's what incited some of the booing. So, the fans started to boo as if, come on, get off the pitch, get off the pitch, whatever. So, yeah. He um he was being booed and he gave it back. He gave it back to the fans. Apparently, he threw off his captain armband. He put his hands to his ears, cuffed, did all that, and then he you know told the fans to f off. Um, I mean, this is out. It's it's crazy. Like it, it brings me back to the Gallas incident at Birmingham when Eduardo broke his leg and our captain just lost it on the pitch. Like it's, this can't happen. <laughs> This cannot happen. So, yeah, lads. Um, yeah, um, Gideon or Ife, go on. I think I think in in a lot of situations, two things can be true. I think the fans were disgusting for what they done, and I also thought that Jacker reacted so poorly. He shouldn't like he shouldn't he shouldn't react to that. That I think that's 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 the that's um, the conclusion I come to, and. Um, I, f- I do have some I do have some sympathy for him, but I don't think he should react to that. That and if in 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 all honesty, I'm surprised this is the first time he's reacted to that, or this is the first time we've seen an out an outburst from Jacko because it's probably after his first year of him being here, he has got like some like some of the criticism he's been getting from the fans, and obviously a lot of a lot of it is actually justified. But some of the things that the fans have done to him is too far. It's too, it's too far. So I don't. I don't really blame him like that, but at the same time, you've got especially now you're captain, you've got to react better than that. Um, I, I, I completely agree. Um, I don't. Yeah, in terms of the reaction, I, I was shocked. Like he should be stripped of the captaincy. You can't react like that. The way he, like just took off his top and did he dash it as well? He dashed top. He, da- he he even dashed the armband. Went straight down the tunnel as well. I forgot to add. <laughs> He absolutely lost it. Like you can't react like that. I know it's it must be tough as a human being. You be you give. He's not even done anything wrong in the game. You're getting sick on social media every time you open your app. You're putting posts up. He's not turned off his comments, by the way. He's taken all this flack. He's had to turn it off at times. He, no, he had, but he's put it back on. I've looked at his comments. Like today, I, I had a look. Five thousand comments on Xhaka. Who's Xhaka? He's not even it's a guy like that. But. Like he's been getting sick, and obviously he's coming off the pitch, and like he's pissed off as it is because they're two 0 up, dropped, um, um, given away two goals, and people are cheering the fact that he's coming off. He's thinking, what the fuck? Like <laughs> he, he must be thinking, what the hell? I've not even done anything wrong, and you're thinking, yeah, come on, keep booing me. He's losing it. Cool, I would react the same way. And for fans that are going, oh, it's so disrespectful the way he reacted. Nah, it's not because you, you guys like. 
Can you imagine 60,000, 50,000 people booing you? Nah, man. He's well within his right to react like that. But then again, you're captain, so you should really Nah, I disagree with what you're saying. I, I, do you know what it is? I can understand why he would react like that. I think that's what it is. It's, it's not on. In terms of like the personal abuse that he gets, that's not on. I don't agree with like personal, like apparently his wife's been sent, death threats, all that kind of stuff. I don't agree with any of that. That's disgusting. That's, it's beyond football. But yeah, you are a professional. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it, at the end of the day, it's still a job. It is still a job. You can't react like that. I, from a human perspective, I can understand why. Don't let's not get twisted. Like like you said, sixty thousand people like booing you, all of that. You can't tell fans to f off. You can't. You're a professional. You are a yeah, professional. You can't do that. Imagine imagine like we went to a restaurant, yeah. Told the the waiter like, listen, no tips. And then you told us to f off. Like you, you can't do that. You can't do that. Regardless of how you're feeling, like you can't do that. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, kids, I know you had a, you had um a lot to say about this as well, actually. No, my take on it. Obviously, you guys from probably 2017 when we started this. So probably four, five, six episodes in, I called out this Zucker brother and I said, "This guy's useless. He's going nowhere fast." And I've stuck with that through this day. It got to a point where I stopped speaking about him because I was just tired. Like, I've got to accept he's at my club now. So I don't even talk about him. <laughs> but yesterday, honestly, if I'm in that stadium, I would be embarrassed as an Arsenal fan because that is disgusting. That At the end of the day, our job, let's stick to our job. Our job is to support the football club, to support the team during the night. Like, we have a job at that point, yeah, is to support the team. I know what Xhaka, how we feel towards Xhaka, but fam, that, however you way you boo him or anything, that is not going to help us get the result at that point in time. After the game, you want to review it, you want to talk about it, do your thing. But fam, to antagonise him how we did, to boo him how we did, fam, we have to remember, this man is a human being. He's a human being. At the end of the like, same with everyone else. If someone is consistently pushing your buttons, bro, one day you're going to snap. This isn't the first time you've done it. It's the second time you feed him this season. First time he didn't react. Today he and yesterday he reacted. It's just too do much. You know, do you know what? At the end of the day, fam, you'll snap. But my but now I'm gonna flip onto Xhaka. How Xhaka behaved. Do you know what? You might watch the video again, yeah? Mm. You know see his number goes up. Look at his attitude. Look, his attitude is already off. He's already he's already annoyed that he's getting stopped. Fine, you can be annoyed. However, my problem is where you've put your your um, feelings beyond the team. Because he's this up, he takes off the armband, and he throws it at Aubameyang. That already, if I'm a Aubameyang, yeah, I'll meet you in the change. Apparently, Lacazette was giving him words too, like, get off the pitch kind of thing. Apparently, there was tension as well. That, that's it. How are you going to fling that, the armband as if to say, like, people that love to wear that, even to hold it? You're flinging it like it's not even common. Anyway, that's a jolting. You flung it. And then he's just walking there like a baby, like he's sad, like he's getting subbed. Fam, let me point it to you. Jordan Henderson. Do you know how many times this guy gets subbed in a game? Mm. Have you seen him when he gets subbed? He sprints oh. to Klopp as if his life depends on it. Model profession. Because at the end of the day, the team, he doesn't want to come off the pitch. It's not because he wants to leave the pitch, you know, but it's because he understands that as a captain, he has to put the, the team's needs before the club. If he doesn't want to come off, he has his numbers come up, sprint off the pitch, get off the pitch, they go on to win the game. Yeah. Jacka is there walking. And then that's where the fans have a problem. They're booing him because he's thinking, fam, we ain't got the time. We legit don't. If we're winning 4 0, 
and you're walking, cool, but fam, we're not winning. We need the time. And I don't know if you may remember, the same thing happened with Ozil, but he also got stick for it in, the, in Baku. We were losing 3-0. Mum was, mum was prancing around on the pitch. They, they gave him stick. We're doing the same yeah. thing with However, the way we abused him is not on. Now, you see, that's where I disagree with you. I, I, I don't condone abuse. If it's, if it's personal abuse, I do not condone that. However, football, we know what football is about. You go to the grounds, you either cheer, you boo. It's a part of the game. You can't now tell them, you can't tell these paying fans. And let's bear in mind how much these lot are paying to go to no, these no, games here. Don't agree. Yeah. Don't agree. They, they are entitled, they they are entitled no. to their own opinion. Listen, Adi, Adi, at, this ta- point, at this point in time, it's got nothing to do with funds. It's got nothing to do with money. At all. It's about it's about morals. It's about your behaviour. It's about you as a character. Yeah. Forget all the money to forget how much he's getting paid. How is the guy feeling at that point? And how is you booing him going to help? It just shows everything about your character at that point. Bro, I'm not going to lie, yeah. It's got nothing people, to do with how much you're paying. Regardless of in the pitch, out of the pitch, whatever, we've had words for Xhaka. Is he still not human in, the, in, this, in this current climate? We've had words for... He, he doesn't play well enough. It's yeah. not personal. It's not personal. No, 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 no. As you're a footballer... Doing you're, doing that, you're doing that. It's personal, bro. I can't lie to you. Booing a player. Not even the booing, the cheering. That's personal. That's deep, man. Booing a player as he's walking off the pitch, your own player is personal. Let me tell you why. Because when we boo, like maybe Harry Kane or Delhi yeah. Ali because it's a North London derby, we're not doing it because it's personal. We're doing it because we want to like win the game. Like we want to like maybe like get on. Yeah, we want to win the game. Zaka going off the pitch. You think, you think, you think booing Zaka is going to help us? Win the game. You don't be honest. I'll be honest. First of all, okay, let's 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 actually look at the root of the problem. I think first of all, Emery, Emery has made this whole. It it goes back to him because he continues to play Xhaka even when Xhaka should not be playing. That's annoying the fans. I'm not saying it's right for them to do whatever. That's but not his fault. That's exactly exactly. That's what I'm like. I'm kind of I'm empathizing with him on that front. Emery, I feel like Emery has to do more to protect his players. In in that sense, no, fam, why? How's that about? protecting his? How's that protecting? Xhaka shouldn't, oh, shouldn't be playing week in week out. That's the point I'm trying to make because he's not good enough to be playing for us week in week that's, out. That's you but the thing is, as as much as I agree with you, that's 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 a that's a thing. Sorry, go on, go on, go on, go on, just go on. Go on. Like, as, as as much as I agree with you, I feel like that's an that's an art issue. Like as I I completely agree. I don't think Xhaka should be playing all the time. I yeah. I think I think it should be like give the that deep role to Gunduzi, but yeah. that's a that's a us that's an us issue. Who's at us? the end of the day, what are you saying? Us that's us as in us as fans watching this. At the end of the day, how is M- that M- us issue if he's not playing good enough? Wait, Emery shouldn't be playing Xhaka every week. Like, but that, that, this, this what I mean, Emery's the manager. He's the one paid to make the decisions. Ultimately, it's probably going to cost him his job because. The way it's looking, he's okay, not the last like, season. I don't, I don't think I've been clear enough. What I'm saying is, yeah. No, I, 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 get your point. I get your point. But for me, that what you saying that, saying that he should be, Emery should be protecting him, yeah. you are making excuses for the fans. And the reason I say this is because... It's but, like, you can, but you can see what... Bro, you... you like, no, I'm no, saying no, you, yeah. I'm it. saying you, fam. You've had I words for Xhaka, you know. Let's not, let's not all act like we don't cuss this guy. Fam, we cuss him. I, all them lot I, did was do... I it's a part of the game. Cussed. I have cussed Zaka. I would admit that. So, okay, I so if he hears now, if he hears, is he still yeah. not a human being? You're entitled to your opinion. No, what no, I'm saying no. is... If, if, if he hears it, he, he should understand that it's because of how he's played. That's why he's... That's why we're yeah, doing it. Yeah. But 
when he's going off the pit. In, in, still- do you know what it is? In this, like, we, we need to look at it holistically. I'm not saying they booed him because, like you guys said, apparently he didn't even play that bad. But it's a thing where we've had enough as fans, man. We've seen what he's about. I, I so they're booing. I, they understand this. It's different when you're hearing the weekly canon say it, Arsenal fan TV say it. These are minorities. Do you get it? When you're hearing the whole, but we're not though. We're not the. Like, we don't want to. We don't want this guy to play. I'm saying from his perspective. Look at it from Jack's perspective. Yeah, he has us say it. He says Arsenal fan TV say it. In his head, he can say these are minorities. Yeah, even though it might come up a lot, these are minorities. He knows that he's got the fan base that probably do back him. Mm. When he hears all 50k saying that, that is a that that is. Okay, do you know what? Let me be. Cl- let me let me be as clear as possible. I'm not saying it's right. But I'm saying I feel as though fans are entitled to cheer and they're entitled to boo. I don't think I it's like the most disgusting thing we've ever seen. I disagree. I'll be honest. I disagree completely. I disagree. I think our fact we have a job to do as fans and we back our players. Yes, we criticize them after the game, but mm. during the game, like I said, for me, you might know how I don't feel about Jaka, but at that point, he's the least thing on my mind. I'm thinking about how we're going to rescue Okay, then, okay. Back onto your point. Back onto your point, yeah. How we're going to rescue this point, how we're going to do this, how we're going to do that. Xhaka's now sulking to get off the pitch. He's fr- he's throwing a f- he's doing this, doing that. He's telling fans to F off. You're not going to boo. You as a human being too. Same way Xhaka's a um, human being. Um, you're entitled to being no, angry no, no. about that. Do you, know, do, you know, do you know what the difference is, though? It's because we started antagonising with him first. Some, I don't know. I, I can't... Obviously, I wasn't there. But apparently, once they start, certain people start seeing that reaction, that's when the booze intensified. That's exactly, that's exactly what happened. And that's true. But we already started... Oh. It's sticky, you, man. It's sticky. You, no, I, I think you, it's... it's... Really, I don't think we should have been... Oh, I don't know, man. I don't think we should have been cheering when his number came up, you know? I don't think we should be doing that's, that. That's that's not nice. That's actually not nice. It's not I'm, nice. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sitting there saying it's nice. All I'm saying is, look, it's a part it's of the game. Justified. When you become a professional footballer, yeah, there's certain I pressures think... that you're going to face and you know that. When you say you that, know that. When you say that, I can't agree with that, man. Because excuses. But you say it's a part of the game. It shouldn't be a part of the game. It shouldn't. Cheering and booing. What are you booing, talking about? Booing out your own players should never be a part of the game. Never. Yeah. In my opinion, it should never be. I would never be my own player. Not on the pitch, not not no. not from all my other players. Not from okay, all then the, the, uh, do you know what it is? We're gonna have to see it differently because I I don't see how not booing. Like, okay, you're saying you can't boo him on the pitch, yeah? But we could come out, we could do our podcast, we could cuss him out, we could cuss him out on Arsenal fan TV, we could cuss him out on every other medium. But because he's there, we can't we can't boo him. It's the same Sam, thing. Sam, Fundamentally, why, reason, we're just expressing our opinion. The reason why is because um collectively as a club we look broken. Look at we are, basketball. we are, fam. That's, the hell? That, but but that's that's the point I'm making. We should not be doing that. We should be united in in any sense. We should be. This is this is why this has been such a big uproar. We should never ever ever. If we didn't do what we did yesterday, this wouldn't be a massive issue. But it that's is it. because it's not normal for you to boo your own players. I don't feel Zaka, but I would not do that. I don't I don't condone that. I don't that's, think he deserved that yeah, at that point. For 50,000 50, people to do that to you, he knows he's lost the whole club. He knows that now. Before, he could have seen it as minorities. Now, it's not that. He's literally... Well, when you're giving it back... I don't, think he's, I, don't, I don't even think he's lost... From what I've seen, I don't think he's lost everyone. Now, Who, think, who was a Xhaka supporter before this? Let's be real. Not 
out of all of us, none of us lot, but they 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 were guys. The majority are not. The majority don't want to see. Like I'm not. I'm not even saying it's right. Okay, because we don't want to see him, we have to boo him. But I, I don't know, man. Jacka, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, but, I don't know. But some of these players sometimes they 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 exclude themselves from some medium pla- media platforms because they don't want like some players don't listen to Arsenal fan TV because mm. they know they know it's not healthy for them. Mm. But then when it's happening to him live in the flesh, he can't even escape it. It's deep. It's mm. actually mm. deep. He doesn't mm. deserve that. Like at the end of the day, he didn't deserve to he didn't play bad. He didn't even play bad. Like why are we booing him? I can see your perspective, but that's what I'm trying to say. The reason we're booing him is not because of what happened yesterday. It's a collective frustration. it's just Frustration bubbled over. That's what's happening. No, that, that's see... making him a scapegoat. That's, and that's, take, that's wrong. how you make someone a scapegoat. That's take, fair that's enough. Just... Fair enough. Fair enough. That, then we got to point up. We got to point the finger at Emery in it. But anyway, <laughs> listen. <laughs> because he plays Jaka every week when he shouldn't be. Um, that's that's I, the I, reason. That is the reason he made Jaka captain when Jaka clearly, clearly he got booed off before he made him captain, and then Emery went that's... back and made him captain. Why would you do that? Yeah. Adi, don't, don't bring this captaincy thing up because with the captaincy thing, it's clear. It's so clear why he's made captain. I don't know why you always like to bring it up. So do you think Xhaka is the best choice for captain at Arsenal Football Club? Is I, that what you believe? I Tell me, is that I, what you believe? I, I, I do not believe that. So, okay. And wait, I've said then, that. So I do not believe then what? that. I do, I do not believe that. But at the same time, I do. I also don't think the captain does... It doesn't It doesn't mean anything to us. Yes, well. it does. I don't think it does. To some no. people, I mean, maybe it does to other people. For me, I don't think the, the captain doesn't... The captaincy doesn't... It doesn't really mean anything to us as fans. And third of all, the reason why he's... It makes... I can, like I said, I can understand the decision of making him captain. They held a vote. He was voted as captain. So what? You don't have to hold a vote, what? you know. You know, you know, I, you don't. That's, that's I, not I, a mandatory I, thing. I, you know, I, you could pick the captain. I, it's, it's not. Emery didn't have to do that. I, I know, but that's Emery how. Emery didn't have to that's do that. How, but that's how. Why they, put it in the hands of the players if Jack is not a suitable candidate for captain? It's more, to the, it's more for the players than anything. Sure. The captain is more, is more thing for the players than anything. At the end of the day, so that's why I can accept their decision. I don't like, like I said, I don't think he's, I don't think he should be captain. But the players made, they, they held a vote. They wanted him as captain. If talk talk you talk about losing the, the dressing room earlier on, that's how you, that's that's another that's that's the way how you lose the dressing room by holding the vote and then and then and don't say, hold the vote. But and then place the most suitable player as captain. That's how the club wanted to do it. That's how the club <laughs> wanted to do it. That's how the club wanted to do it. So has it worked? I accept. I, I, I it hasn't worked, but I accept this. I accept the decision. I accept the decision because that's how they wanted to do it. You, they, we can't always do it how they want. But anyway, figure out that. Before like we move on and stuff like that, I just, I just want to say this: we can discuss it now if you want, or we can touch on it another on like on another day. But um, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about Jack. I mean, not Jack about Aubameyang and Lacazette's contract contract um, contract extensions. And I think going off what happened with Özil and his contract extension, I think the club need to make the right decision. I think that's that's, that's what I'm going to say on them. I feel like the club need to. They can't. They can't. They can't. Me- they can't mess this decision. Um, this decision up. They really can't. What does that mean? Take it how you want it. I. I. I don't. I. What I know. Speak your chest, man. You talking about take out your speak your chest, bro. Personally, I feel like I'd give. I'd give them contract extensions, but the length, the length of it, is very crucial for me. It's very, it's like for, for me, the, the length of it and how much you're going to willing to pay them is very crucial. Because, like, for example, for example, with Ozil, giving him that contract extension 
obviously we all were all for it at the time, but it basically ended his career because since he signed the, that contract, he he got so comfortable. He got ridiculously comfortable. And look, and, and look, and look where it's got us now. We're, we're, we're trying to ship him out to the to even to the fact that now we're literally omitting him from, from match day squads. So I feel like the club, they know, they know and they see Lacazette and the band bang in training and everything every day. They need to make the right decision with this contract thing. Whether that's keeping them, selling them, signing them on, but it's, they need they need to make sure they make the right the right decision. Yeah. <sighs> right, lads, got a bit heated. Got a bit heated. Um, let's move off of Arsenal, man. We spent over an hour just going off off. <clears throat> there was a big. I can't even really call it a title clash, can I? There was a big um, top four clash between Liverpool and Tottenham. A repeat of the Champions League final last year at Anfield. Liverpool won the game 2-1. Um, yeah, man, let's talk about that. Steve, I know you watched it. Do you want to give us your thoughts on the match? Um, Liverpool, do you know what? I don't know, obviously, if it's just maybe it's just in my recent memory. When it comes to going to a, a, a ground and just receiving unbelievable amounts of pressure. I've never seen anything like it, man. I know City can be relentless for 20 minutes and blow a team away, which is obviously, we've never seen anything like that either, but Liverpool are so relentless. I don't know if it's the atmosphere, obviously the atmosphere contributes to it, but literally, you know what's going to happen. The fullbacks are just going to whip balls into box, or go to the other side, whip it in again, even from a throw-in. They're going to get it out wide and just whip it in. And you can't withhold it, man. You can't. You just knew they were going to score yesterday. And um, obviously, Spurs go 1-0 up. Um, Soko, I think they win the ball off Henderson. He, he overruns the ball. Soko slips in the sun. Son hits the post. It's a deflection. It's a goal. 1-0 out of nothing. You're like, wow, OK. But after that, you had no doubt that Liverpool were going to win the game. Just need to find their rhythm. And you knew they were going to score. Um, that's the most credit I can give them, man. They're just unbelievable, unbelievable team. That ground, them players, the relentlessness, the amount of pressure they put on their opponents, was scary. Would you say it was an unbelievable performance, though? No, it wasn't an unbelievable performance. I think it's better, but it's just the fact that every single time pressure is put on them, I feel like, to, to perform at home, they do it. And that's why they've got this unbelievable record at home. Marnie's never lost a game at Anfield. Uh, this is the record I think is stretching back. I think they've won every game at Anfield since February. That's not oh, since February. February. I think they drew against Leicester one-one, and then that's it. They've won every home game since. Was that much? Do you know yeah. what was most? What was most telling for me? What was most telling for me from the match was the fact that, like you said, they wasn't at their best. And over the years, we see it, we see it all the time. Like champions just find a way to win. They just found a way to yeah. win this match. And I think that's the honestly, I think that was the biggest the biggest thing from the match. Like it wasn't a game they were at their best at. They still got the three points, and the title challenge just stays alive. So I was I was impressed. I was impressed, man. Their mentality is second to none. Jordan Henderson came out um, at the end of the match. I think the um, the guy asked him like 
So like when you were one 0 down, what did you what did you think? He was literally like, we were just gonna carry on doing what we do. Eventually, we knew like you know we'll get the win, and and they did, man. You have to respect it. Yeah. Have to respect it. I, I think they'll win the league this year. I honestly, um, I, know. I, I still think it's early to say because anything can happen. Anything can I know happen. So, I, I, it's more so City. I don't trust City to keep up with them. Um, Obviously, Van Dijk can get injured, Salah can get injured, Mane can get injured. Mm. That could change everything. But right now, the way things are looking, I think they'll win the league. And I think it would be deserved as well. The form that they've showed over the last two years. Lost one game in like how many um, Premier League games? Virtually, yeah. Sorry? I said we're approaching a whole calendar year in Jan. That they haven't lost. There we go. There we go. So, yeah, if they win the league, it'd be well deserved. It's just I don't trust City to keep up with the injuries. That's it. But to be fair, like City have, they've been getting injuries like since every week. He's injuries to key players. So, um, yeah, I've got nothing more to say really. Kids oh, Fabinho was amazing. Who? Fabinho. Mm-hmm. Amazing player. Kids, if thoughts. Well, on Liverpool, um, I didn't obviously I didn't, I didn't catch the game, but yeah, like from from what said, it, it seemed from everything I've heard, it seems like it wasn't like Liverpool weren't at their best, but they still managed to win. But when it when it's at Anfield, you. It doesn't. It doesn't really surprise. Like from from what I saw last last season, that's when I completely gave it up. When I was like, you know what, this Anfield thing is is diff. Like teams come, there's teams come to Anfield with this fear factor, and it on it it probably you can probably say it's something that helps them win games. Obviously, in this in this situation, obviously um, Spurs got the first goal, but it's a feel like it's a thing where like I think City have it as well a little bit. Not as not as great as Liverpool, but it's a thing where like went. Once they score, or once you can see they're playing well, you just that you can see that like the teams kind of just almost accept what's going to happen, and it's 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 a great thing to have when you're when you're trying to when you're trying to um, challenge for the title. But I don't I don't think the season's left. I don't think the title's done. Obviously, you'd have to give them. You have to say they're the favourites now, but I feel like there's there's still a lot of football to play, and you never know. Mm. Oh, guys, quickly, yeah. One sec. Sorry, sorry. What do you make of these play? Um, when you, sorry, what do you make of it when you see um, Aubameyang and Lacazette liking posts that <laughs> that seem to be based on like guys criticizing the players that ask? Do you know? Do you know? Is it's on on the one hand, I even do it as well. Sometimes, sometimes I'd 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 like things without actually looking. And then like maybe I, then I'll actually when I come back and actually see it. Obviously I don't I'm, I don't unlike it, but I'll be like oh, okay this. So on the one hand, it could be a thing where because it, it it does happen a lot. It could be a thing where they've seen this something and they've they've just liked and scroll past. But then again, there's no there's no smoke without fire, and it's it happens it happens too often for me to kind of pass it off as that. So I there I feel like I feel like there's some there's some truth to it. Or you could also say. Maybe they're not the only ones who have access to their social media accounts. Maybe 
no, the agent or something. I don't know, but I don't know. Um, it's not a good look. I think that's the first thing. Obviously, it's not a good look. Like in the social media age, anyone can see what you're doing. Anyone can see what kind of post you're liking. Um, yeah, it's not a good look. I I feel like. It's, uh, you never know you, you never know you never know because they could like it and they could be you know agreeing with it or they could just come out and say like if I said like the phone was in their pocket it was an accidental like or something like that or someone was in control of their social media or whatever so I, I don't think we can really read too much into it because we don't actually know okay. yeah. yeah sorry Gigs you're going to talk about Liverpool first to be honest, I didn't really watch the game, so I don't really have that much of an input to say. I can't really tell you anything about the game. I didn't really watch it. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys. But, um, I saw um, Gary Neville, Carragher, working soon as talk about Deli Ali. Yeah. And I talked about drop off. Um, I was thinking. I mean, obviously, these things, these videos go on YouTube, um, Twitter everywhere, Instagram, obviously the players probably see now if, uh, if they're criticising or whatnot. Do you think it's do you think it's fair? Like the way they go in on some players. You've had Rikin basically questioning what he does with his personal life. He's, I think he said he called him a male model, trying to be a male model. Because he, I didn't see that. Uh, own, yeah, he um, said that in the video you sent, I did. Yeah, I, did, I didn't see it. I didn't notice that. So, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on it? Do you, I think, it I think... These pundits, yeah, they have a job by the end of the day, so they have to speak about the players. I don't think, you know, speaking about their footballing ability, etc. I think that's fine. That's well within their rights as pundits. That's what they're paid to do. But making comments about their personal life, I think um, even Graham Sooner said something about, oh, um, if I was one of the senior no, what Deli Ali needs to do is he needs to to train hard, listen to everything his manager says. He needs and blah, to get blah, blah, blah. early. Yeah, get an early train up. Like, you don't know you don't know what he's doing. So when it comes to that personal life and all that kind of stuff, bro, like, you don't need to make comments on that because, like I said, you don't know. And I feel like it's it's especially disappointing coming from them considering these guys were players. And even, I can even go a step further and saying that, especially those players, because a lot of the stories you hear about the footballers from the 90s, um, I was watching the Dennis Burkamp and um, Ian Wright the YouTube video that they done. I remember Dennis Bergkamp obviously he didn't name the players. I think it's either a preseason or something. He said how like these guys they were, um they went training then like after like people go and then they'll use like the cup that like, the pints of beer they were drinking like like it was ridiculous and all this stuff. So like if if the if these if you guys as players you were doing some questionable stuff that if we had they had social media back then you guys would get into a lot of trouble why are you now going so hard on these obviously you can criticise them and like all of that but why are you going like that hard on them do you know what I mean mm. I think I, I do think it's poor from them like there's n- and it's nothing that I found poor from that little segment yeah wasn't it Gary Neville that was talking about how uh, when I first saw Daily Ali I thought he was the next Roy Keane box to box this and that blah 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 you get and then Roy Keane goes on. He starts talking about box to box. Graham Sooner's box to box. Jamie Carragher is like he's, he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not a box to box midfielder. I think he was throwing more towards um, 
I don't know why, where Box to Box came from, but I think he's talking more towards the early days because I remember when we faced them in the 14, 15, 16. Bro, look, 15, look at the years you're reeling back. 14, yeah, exactly, 15, 16. Exactly, but that's when he first started off, Poch was playing him deep. He was playing him in a two. And he did well. Did he? So in a two? Talking. Yeah, he played him in that a was, two. That's, that wasn't when he was at his best. That wasn't when he was at his best, but that was what I think that's what Gary was uh, alluding to. But I don't see this box to box. I thought that was poor commentary. Because Carrigan was right. He definitely wasn't scoring his goals from deep. He at all. And that's when we saw Ali at his best, when he was scoring goals. So that's another thing that I thought was poor from them. Like, if you're going to, if you're going to talk football, at least talk it right. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, I'm sure we've made mistakes before, so I can't really talk too much on that. Um... It's the end for Spurs, isn't it? Honestly, I think we've said it for a few weeks. Carragher said it on Monday Night Football. I think it is just the end of their cycle, honestly. Unless they change, if they don't change things, if they don't get, if they don't pump in funds and get new players or something, uh, I think they're done. Honestly, I don't think. I, th- I think he's brought them as far as he can. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, I think he'll be at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I expect him to. I expect him to. All right, lads. Um, what other games? What other talking points have we missed out on? Chelsea. I scored three goals. Who? One. Pulisic. Scored three goals and one. So, what did you say, Steve? United scored three goals. Oh, in the match. oh, 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 yeah, yeah, they did. Well, bring quality into the side, and that can happen. Obviously, Anthony Martial showing what he's about. I don't, like, I don't like the way you said that, man. What do you mean? Yeah, the way the way you said it, you said it as if like Oli purposely wasn't playing the quality. No, but like quality players get you better results, isn't it? Yeah. But the way the way you put it out, you put it as if like he wasn't playing them, and he suddenly decided to play him. Uh, oh, he's be, back, come he's on, be fair, playing. man. Be fair. Don't be biased, man. So you want only Arsenal, yes? <laughs> Instead of Arteta, is that what you want? Yeah, man. So it's just a dickhead, man. Yeah, I mean. yeah, I think um, it's Martial Rashford. We've seen them link up a few times this season before Martial got injured, and. It's dangerous. It's scary. It's frightening. Now. I don't think a lot of defenders would, would want to play against them. If them two can keep linking up the way they they have done this season, I think um, they'll score a lot of goals. Honestly, that's what I'm going to say. I'm hearing um, Pogba's out till December as well, so that's a bit worried. Is he actually in, is he actually injured? Because I don't I don't understand how. Yeah. What did you say, Steve? Bro, like, I think he's fractured his ankle or something like that. He's got like a hairline fracture. Fair enough. Do you think he goes in January? Where? To Real Madrid? Impossible. Fair. Kids, what do you think about um, McSauce? Don't call him that, man. <laughs> You've got to give him the finish, though. Come on, man. Yeah, he kicked in the goal, innit? <laughs> he kicked in the goal, man. I, I think he's calm. I think he's a good player, but it's none of that Maxwell stuff. I can't lie. I need to see more from him. 
<laughs> what more do you need to see? Like, I just feel like he's just a calm, like he, ah, oh, basic. Yeah, it was nice. I'll give him that. I think he's basic, basic, but he scored a very nice goal in it. That's nice. Or like the people will talk about, it, but I'm not convinced on him, man. That's fair, man. That is fair, guys, man. I think we're coming to the end of the pod. Well, we um. What haven't we discussed, man? Mbappe's a freak in HR, continues to score. Was that five goals this week? It's a freak. It's an absolute freak. Some guys are, you know what? No. Let him off, man. Come on. No, never, man. I'm never. Never. Huh? He knew he was wrong, he took it back. No, man. He doesn't believe it. He knows he still believes it. All right, boys, it seems as though the Arsenal took a lot out of us, so let's let's go into <laughs> champ and chump. <laughs> My chump of the week uh, is the Arsenal fans. Absolutely. Um, I'm, 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 honestly, I'm embarrassed. I'm honestly embarrassed. That's the club the values, all of that, it's out the window now, isn't it? Like, what Wenger built, this ain't it, man. This ain't it. You don't, you don't, you don't turn on your... You know we, you know we like, turned on a buoy, right? Yeah, Remember I know. That? I was just about to say that. And it's not even the first time he's done that. So, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. So, my that's my champ. My champ of the week is... Uh, my champ. Christian Pulisic. He's finally announced himself in the Premier League. My um, champ of the week goes to Maro. No, it's Raheem, Raheem Sterling. He he's like this week. He like he's just he's just proven anyone and everyone wrong, and he's just proven himself more and more. And what what I like about him that I'm seeing is like. He's hungry. He's hungry for the goals. Like he's getting, forcing himself into some, like he. You could tell he, he's he's acquired this first for goals, and a lot of the top players that's what they have. And he's doing a good. He's he's turned out to have a very good career, and I'm happy for him. And uh, my trump of the week, it goes to Andre Villas Boas because the way his team folded against PSG the other day was just stupid. I don't understand your why you played them. Huh? Your team would have folded like that against PSG, mate. So, don't I mean, that. potentially, but I don't like if you. He was playing a ridiculously high line, and it just wasn't. They were getting in behind every time against arguably one of the fastest players in in like in Europe right now. Why would you? After the second goal, surely you'd think, okay, maybe this ain't it. But then again, you're you're right. My manager probably wouldn't have changed it. I mean, either manager, Wenger probably wouldn't have changed it either, so... No, don't, don't bring him into this. Don't bring him into this. I know what you're about. I'm on to you. Huh? You're, I'm on to you. You're, you're a nasty piece of work. Who, me? So I, yeah, I, try, I try to Why? expose him. I try to Why expose him. Why is the this guy's a disgrace. Uh, you're the, you're a bigger disgrace. You're, you're a, disgrace, a bigger man. disgrace. You're, like you're a bigger disgrace. Because some of the, some of the things you said about Wenger, 
was dark. Me or Gids? It was Gids. Gids you, was the darkest. No, Gids was no, the darkest. You, no, I can't lie. You, you were by far the darkest. You were actually the Me? Darkest. You. Go you, listen to the pods, man. You were actually the darkest, man. Go listen to the pods. You were the darkest. I can't lie. Anyway, my champ of the week is um, Mbappe. The guy's just a freak of nature. Um, he could go on to be one of the best, the best we've one of the best that we've seen. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, my champ of the week is Emery. Uh, my champ of the week is um, is Ade. Happy birthday! Thank um, you. Man. Thank you. Share that. My champ of the week is um, yeah, Suna Emery. Unfortunately. I know, I know we should have won the game yesterday. Unfortunately, they are shagged us, but um, this can't continue. And I think he will be sacked before the new year because our pictures are nuts. I hope so. <laughs> okay, and with that, lads, um, we'd like to thank you for listening to the Weekly Canon. We'll be back next week with more football content. And hopefully... Um, Emery isn't around anymore. But I know if uh, would like to argue against that. So anyway, yeah, we're up.